Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe podcast. Today I'm going to be recording a solo, and this is kind of something that I've been observing, and I was coming back from riding my bike with Aurora. So I dropped her off at school and I was riding my bike back and I was like, oh, I just noticed the shift and the change in my world. I was like, oh, ah, I, and then I, and then like I was riding the bike and I was excited to get home to record as soon as I got here before like it was fresh out of my mind. I was like, oh, like I have to talk about this. This is like really interesting. I didn't expect this. So this is coming on the heels of I've been doing a lot of, and I'm sure you guys remember, like I've been talking about deprogramming a lot. And so I'm still listening to my audio at night when I go to sleep, Um, which I originally started listening to it because I wanted to help manifest a bunch of things that I have like going on that like possibly moving or like I, it took me a while to know what I really wanted. And now that I kind of, I'm kind of sure that I know what I want. um, You know, I did the whole thing where I'm like, where is it you want? Like, there's no limitations. What does you want? So I talked about that in the last episode or the previous one before that one of the two I can't remember exactly now but I talked about the whole thing where I was like in my mini meditation state and I was like okay I'm in my heart and there's no sort of restriction to what you're able to do what is it you really want so that's when I said okay now I need to get on it like even though I did give it over to the universe and say, okay, universe, this is it over there. Okay. I'm sending it to you and I know that I deserve it. And, but I'm going to do all my deprogramming now <laughs> because I know that the, there's quite a few things that can block that from happening for you. Right. One of them being your belief systems. And so I know that you have to work on deprogramming either your belief systems or belief system given to you by others that became yours, right? Even societal, cultural things that you really were taught is correct or the right way to do it, that might go against what you're looking to try to bring into your life. And so those are the things we need to drop. So I know that there's a lot of clearing and cleansing to do with that. And I said, okay, I'm going to do that. And also because I just, you know, why don't we want to live a better life? We should be trying to live a better life. And you guys know that I'm all about, because I've talked about it before, like I'm all about looking at the duality. Like I'm not just going to concentrate on the positive all the time and everything's great and the world is amazing because I do look at the dark and, and we're here to observe both. We're here to choose one. And I, I've never stopped looking at what's going on over here that's awful and this and this and that and sending my like light and love and all those things. Um, and I do believe that there's darker energies in this like realm, of this 3D reality and that sometimes there's a lot of control that once happened. But I think that if a lot of us are aware of it, I, I know that a lot of people will talk about how those things, we don't have to know about them and or what the enemy's doing, we don't need to know. 
I'm of another opinion, but that's okay. Like everybody can have their opinions. I'm of another opinion. I'm an opinion that like, I want to know what they're up to. So I can try to be like, you can't manifest that in my reality. And you're not going to be able to do that with me. And I'm not going to accept it. And I'm going to, you know, I don't know, but I get empowered. Like when I see that something's going on and I, I basically like get even more empowered, I get even more determined and I don't, my energy doesn't drop. So I think I have that in my positive kind of like from my side, it's a positive thing that I have. I think some people just have their energies drop. Um, I also, yeah, because I don't want people to be like caught in a cycle where everything's amazing. I'm just trying to manifest all the time. Everything's great. Like there's still things, there's still people in this world that are going to be suffering. And a lot of this is like the best way to explain it would be if you go back to my, you know, episode uh, 3D, 4D, where they talk about the classroom where you you passed on to classroom, you know, the next grade. But there's still people in the grade before that are still going through the lessons that your your soul or you are going through, and they're going to be still living those more complicated life scenarios. They're not going to go away, and you're going to be seeing people you love or know or maybe people from other places in the world going through a scenario, but you've passed that lesson. You've passed that. So I think it's important to remember that all those things in the world are not going to go away because there's still souls that are vibrating in that level, and I don't at least not in our lifetime. I don't think it's going to go away in our lifetime. There's always going to be that, at least in the timelines that we're on right now. So I just wanted to clarify that just in case, because I don't want everybody to think that like everything has to be la 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 and you ignore the bad stuff because avoidance is, I believe at least, this is my opinion. I don't have to be right, right? This is just my opinion. But um, I understand from the Akashic Records that you can't you can't surpass duality. It's going to continue to exist because we signed up for it. And you can't surpass the lessons of other souls that might be happening around you that you can observe. And you might be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just saw that, for example. Um, and I understand that avoidance is actually a way for you to not manifest as well. So avoiding things, like seeing things, I'm not saying sit down all day and look at these things. Like don't go sit down and watch the news all day, for example. I'm not saying that. But just avoiding it and just trying to not observe it for a moment in time, um, I think that's avoidance and that also could lead to bad habits. So just make sure that you're in the duality in the sense that you're choosing 4D. The only way to choose 4D, the way that they talked about in the episode, the way you choose 4D is by knowing which is which is 3D and which is 4D. And okay, I see both of them and I'm going to go over here. So it doesn't mean that you have to every day be up to date with everything that's going on. Of course not. But it just means like we're know that we're not going to be able to drop three, the, the, the 3D density, harder, more complicated things. That's not going to go away. Okay. With that cl- clarified, I'm going to move on. So I was going through and trying to cleanse out my like belief systems and junk that might be setting me back to aligning whatever it is that I most, I most need to bring in to my personality, to my reality, to my habits, all that, so that I could start bringing in that true alignment that I was looking for with the, the true desires that I supposedly have, right? And I don't know what I expected. I think what I expected... Once like the belief system started breaking, I think I expected to start to see some sort of results. The first thing I did end up seeing was the opposite. You know, last episode I talked about the crash landing thing scenario where like things, the 
health crisis, like things could get worse before they get better. So that's what I did end up seeing. I did end up seeing some sort of a crash landing opposite direction of what I was actually looking for. And I mean, guys, I'm even talking about like from financial, I saw it to, to even in like my lawyer, because I'm going, so I applied to get residency back in Cayman Islands again. And I'm thinking, okay, I think maybe I want to go back to Cayman Islands. And that's when I did the whole checking in on that and things like that. Um, and <laughs> like, this is a super personal story. So I'm, I'm sharing a lot, but the paper, I, I, my, my residency had been approved again because I had lost my residency when I got divorced because I, I was a resident through marriage. And then I applied to have residency again through my child who's born there, right? Her citizenship is, is, is Caymanian. So I applied once again through her, I mean, a year or something ago, maybe more. It was during the middle of COVID I applied and my lawyer had called me a few months ago and told me that I was approved. And so now I needed to wait for this specific certificate to be printed. Um, like a letter that basically invites you and gives you, tells you, it says you have residency through whatever code or whatever rights, like, and then with that, you, you, you use that to get into the country and then get like stamped and things like that. So my lawyer calls me like, so I'm in the middle of trying to manifest this thing. I see the financial repercussions of, of, of my manifesting. I'm thinking, whoa, wait, it took me a while. Like, like I had the aha moment where I'm like, oh, this is a thing. And then I get a call from my lawyer around the same time telling me that they had printed the wrong certificate and I couldn't come, I wouldn't even be able to walk into the country with it. And I'm like, what, what's going, <laughs> what's going on? And I'm just like, and I remember like grabbing, grabbing Sandra and saying, listen to like, what, look at this and this and this that happened. Like everything's right. And so it was just, it was a lot of stuff. Like these are just two examples. There was a lot of things around me, like crash landing and dropping. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I actually realized, I thought about it. I had an aha moment. I thought, oh, this is a thing. This is the thing. Like when you're trying to manifest something, you start realizing, um, you start realizing that it's working sometimes via seeing the opposite results. But because in my, in my opinion, what I, what was going on for me specifically was it was coming to the surface, all these different things that I had, that the belief system that I'm trying to break down and limitations that I'm breaking down, they're coming to the surface, they're coming up. It's almost like, imagine if you have like, you ate some really bad food and it's like sitting, not, it's not sitting well with you and either your body's going to have to sit with it for the next like four hours of digestion or the body wants to cure itself quicker and just goes, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to puke it up or I'm going to throw it up. Right. So what I think was happening was a energetic form of puking, if you, if you will, <laughs> it's like, my body's like, all right, I have two, I have two ways of dealing with this. The, 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 the way where it's like, I keep bringing in energy, it clears, clears out slowly. And I keep bringing energy and I have to break it down and break it down and take it on, take it. Or I just puke up this big chunk I have right here and then break down more little bits. That's the way like the cash records make me see it. So it's like, it comes to the surface. So I'm not actually puking, of course, but it's coming to the surface. Like if it were food that you're puking in a way. And so when that comes out, it becomes part of your energy field for that moment in time where it's coming up, it's coming out. And so the, the, the universe in that sense is always reading your frequency. Of course, it's reading your actions, but in this case, your frequency is very escalated because of the things you're taking out. 
And the universe is working with that with you. And so this energy is coming up and the universe is like, oh, okay, all right, this is where we are. Here you go. And so things got complicated. And then once that clears out, it's like the universe reaccommodates you and realigns it and synchronicity start back up. So the financial repercussions fix themselves pretty quickly. It was almost like it was a flash in time. It was the weirdest thing. It's like all these things got stuck all these processes and payments and things that would have for me norm, been my normal month kind of bit came to a really weird standstill in a way, or like, it was like things just disappeared. It was the strangest thing. And then I was, I kept calm. I did not, I did not like freak out. I didn't do the thing where people were like, oh my God. I was like, no, okay. It's okay. Like I somehow kept completely calm and then at the same time with the other thing, I said, okay, you know what? I'm not in a hurry. Like I'm not in a hurry to leave right now. I'm not in a hurry. Like I, I, this is just a process of paperwork I've been doing for a year and a half. Like I didn't take anything seriously in a sense that I freaked out. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I told my lawyer it's fine. Like whatever time it takes for them to fix that, we'll, we'll, we'll wait it out. And then pretty quickly, like the financial thing fixed itself. And then I got a call from my lawyer a few days later saying that they're meeting up to fix the scenario you know, the board's meeting up to fix this scenario and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay. And that supposedly is um, confirmed today that it's fixed. It should be, the, the thing should be reprinted for me today. So that's me totally coming out of it supposedly today. If that p- paper's printed, then everything that will step back to today is now f- fixed. So if I look back on time, I've been doing, I've been doing, um, like the thought processes, I've been listening to myself and really going, what is it I really want, right? That whole like thing. I was listening to, re-listening to what my friend had said, that Bashar had said, which was like, out of all the things you can do, what is it the one you most want? So I've been doing that. I've been doing those videos with books. I've been reading more because that's my like true passion, like reading. So I've been doing that. I'm still doing my Kashuk Records reading with individuals that I get on a day-to-day basis and still doing the podcast, of course, and things like that. And then at night I'm doing my programming where I have the thing in the background helping me reprogram my subconscious. And then on top of that, I took an additional step and I had signed up to uh, Courtney's membership that I had told you guys in the podcast that I was thinking about doing. I told Courtney about it. So I finally signed up and I'm like, okay, that's it. Now I'm going to start doing a bunch of hypnosis and try to help myself clear even more stuff. Um you know, and connect more from that side because I connect, I connect with the Ketchup records in my soul, but I think that there's a moment where you need to take more steps. Like it's like, everything's a progressive. Like you have to keep going like, okay, what's the next big, bigger thing I can do? Or, you know, what's, how can I improve this a little bit more? So that's where I am. And so that's been about three weeks, like from the first one, since I began the first step to now it's been about three weeks. So I guess the crash for me might've, might've lasted two weeks. So one weekend (laughs) junk starts crashing and then it takes about, it took about two weeks for all of it to clear. If today I get the last of it cleared out, um, it took about two weeks for that to clear out. Um, so we'll see how that progresses. I can keep you guys up to date if there's any more aha moments or anything else I discovered, but that's where I am right now. But the, the, the funny thing is that I've realized that it's, 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 it's moving things, other things around in my life. It's not just changing the things that I asked to change. It's actually changing for the better, of course. It's changing other things. And I wanted to talk about that today, mostly on the podcast, which is why I want to talk about 
the energy, the time and synchronicities. So the energy of what I'm, I've cleared out the, 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 the vomiting layer stuff is out now, right? I've cleared that out. And now the energy that's coming out of me is the stuff that I've been working on that I'm aligning more and becoming more synchronicity. And so one of the things that you're looking for and every individual is looking for, if you ask me is peace, we're all looking for peace. Like we all want to live in peace. And that's something that I always like say to Aurora when I'm trying to like do something and she's like being a little bit like rambunctious at the time. I'm like, Aurora, can I just do this in peace? Like, I just want to do this in peace. Give me a moment. I want to do this in peace. Like I find myself using that word a lot actually. And it's when I read the book, what was it? The love code. When I read the book, the love code, I remember that the, the guy was talking about how he would bring someone on stage and say like, what is it you most want? Oh, I want to win the lottery. Okay. You want to win the lottery. And what does that bring money? And what does that bring stability? And it's almost like he roots it down all the way to always peace and love. And so I think that that's true. I think that at the end of the day, what we really want is peace. Why do you want money? Cause you want to be taken care of. Cause you want to not have your, you know, you don't want to have your family going hungry. You want to have a roof over your head. You want to be comfortable. So at the end of the day, if you think about it, most of us aren't like, Oh, I want a Lamborghini Ferrari. Like most people don't really want that. Most people just want to have like, be very comfortable and have their needs met and not have to worry about the next paycheck and have to worry about paying for their mortgage or whatever. So they just want peace really, right? They just want peace and love and good times. So I don't find it weird that now that I'm working on these energies and I'm deprogramming a lot of things, I find that there's more peace around me. Like, and it's coming from a place of time, which is why I want to talk about energy, time, and synchronicities. So it's, my morning usually looked like I would, I would, I would, the alarm clock would wake me up and everyone in the house would find it difficult to wake up. That, in, that includes me and that includes my child whom I'm trying to, trying to wake up to take to school. So waking, waking her up, convincing her to get dressed, trying to convince her to eat breakfast and then run out the door because we're already late for school. And it, it, it's, there, were, there were days where it was so bad that I remember one day she was playing with her, <laughs> she was playing with her dolls and she goes, come on, baby. She says to her doll, school time. And she grabs her doll and grabs her smaller bike and goes, hurry, 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 hurry. School time, school time, hurry. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> no. Aurora's playing out the scenario. She lives almost on a day-to-day basis to get her to go to school. And I was like, that's not good. That's not good. And, and what we should have been doing is putting the alarm clock for a little bit earlier, but like, we're just we're just so tired. And the, the thing is the alarm clock was going off at a time where it was enough time to get ready. The thing is like Sandra and I were both just stopping it and going, okay, I'm going again. I'm getting in a second. Right, I'm going in a second. And like, you just stay in bed. And then that like, what feels like five minutes of you going, okay, I'm going, I'm waking up, I'm going, I'm going like you're gathering your courage to get up. It's like, it's like, it ends up, it's five minutes in your brain, but it ends up being like 20 minutes, which 20 minutes in the morning to get a kid ready for school is like, it's infinity. It's eternity. So I realized that that was a problem, but I never went out of my way to try to fix it. I just like, okay, that's okay. Whatever. It's just one moment in the day. And that's okay. After that, we weren't in a hurry at the rest of the day, really too much at all. And so, um, now for the past week, funny, the last 
you know, the last week where all my junk has been clearing out and fixing itself, right? Like now I'm about to come to the end of the two weeks that I say the crash landing has fixed itself. And then the last week I found, I wake up before the alarm clock and I'm refreshed. I'm not exhausted. I'm fine. I'm going to sleep at the same time. And I'm having the same bed ritual where I do my little mini meditation. And so it's like none of that, I didn't improve my, my night process. I'm still sleeping at the same time, which I'm happy with the time I sleep. I wouldn't make it earlier. So it's not that. I was trying to break it down. So it's not that. And it's obviously the energies. And so like the, I will wake up refreshed already before the alarm cup goes off and Aurora as well. To the point where actually Aurora wakes up before me and then I'll usually find her already dressed. She already dressed herself. She already found what she wanted to wear. She already dressed herself. And sometimes she already brushed her teeth. Like sometimes like I'll, I'll get up out of bed and she'll be, she'll be already fully dressed. She'll be like, all right, mom, I already brushed my teeth. I'm like, oh, okay. So like all I'm missing to do is prepare her like a little snack and prepare her breakfast and we're out the door. So that started happening for a week. And the last three days, what's been happening is we've been so, we've been ready so early that we've been getting on the bike because she bikes to school next to me on her bike. We've been biking to school earlier than we used to leave. And we're getting to school before the rush hour of all the parents getting there all at the same time, everywhere with their bike, there's bikes everywhere. It's not like cars. It's like if you're in the States, it's probably like all the parents in the rows of cars dropping off their kids. And this, well, actually you guys have the yellow bus, but if you go to a place like, you know, I don't know. Cayman Islands has a lot of parents drop off kids. And so you see like the huge line and a lot of traffic, but we're getting in Holland, at least in the area I am, it's all bikes, every, all the parents on the bike. And so it's like, sometimes you have to figure out where you're going to put your bike. Like there's no space to even put your bike. Um, and so we're getting there early and I'm like, Oh, where should I put my bike? There's so many places. I'm like back to another scenario where instead of trying to figure out where I'm going to shove my bike between everybody else's bike. Now I'm in the scenario where I'm like, where do I want to park my bike? Because I have so many options and I'm so, I'm so, I'm like, it's like such peaceful. It's like, I just arrived. The parents aren't all in a hurry arriving. It's maybe like today I arrived and there was maybe five parents, five parents and maybe 10 kids or something like that. Like that's how chill it was when I arrived this morning before I started recording this. And so I, I just put the bike there and, and then I walk and with Aurora, we sat down next to the tree for a little bit while we waited for them to open the doors for the kids to go in. <laughs> it's like so peaceful. Aurora's super chill. I'm super chill. And then like, yeah, they open up the doors and I walk in and I help Aurora take her stuff off and she goes into her classroom and I say goodbye. And I'm grabbing my bike and leaving when I see all the parents rushing in with their bikes and then like, I'll see them. The ones that are coming when I'm leaving are still on time. So they're not like in a super hurry, but you can see that everyone's like parking their bike, kind of like moving a little bit quickly. And I'm already like, all right, I'm like moving slower. Just I'm leaving. I'm done with that part of the morning. Right. And then while I'm biking back, I'm passing on the other, in the other direction. Cause I'm going towards the residential area from the school. I'm passing the other parents in on bikes that later on, like the further I go, have, have the hurrying like pace of like the bike and trying to get to school. I'm like, Oh, that used to be me. I used to be behind them. (laughs) So somehow when you start changing your energy and deciding that you want to manifest these things that you truly deserve and you truly desire what the Kashuk records make me understand from the scenario that I'm living through, but that would happen to everybody is you're saying to the universe, you want to be taken care of. 
that you do want to live in a, a place of energy, vibration, and synchronicities. And at the same time, things are syncing up for you. So your, your, your body, your soul, and everything's lining up for you to wake up, wake up in the right time. In my case, you know, I'm, I'm, able, I'm able to do things in a way that no longer require me looking at my clock all the time. And that's another thing, like a lot of people will talk to you about how like time, and we talked about the podcast, like time isn't the same as it used to be. We're actually moving quicker. So we've become massive slaves to time. So now like what I could have been doing in maybe 30 minutes, now it takes me maybe like an hour of the clock because I'm, do, I'm actually consuming the same amount of like energy time, but what's really happening is we're cycling quicker. Time is not the same, but we're still under that time restriction that is our clocks. So it, it's converting us into a new form of... Um, it's converted to like a new form of like restrictions. It's almost becoming, it's almost like we're a slave to the clocks in a way. It's a new, it's a new like limitation that we have. I mean, it always was a limitation, but now I would say that it's a, it's, it's become a hurdle. That's what I would call it. That's the word. It's become a hurdle for us because before it was like, okay, we could manage it, but now it's like a hurdle. Well, you just don't have enough time. But so what the Kesha records are letting me know is once you start doing all this like cleansing, clearing work and aligning and really trying to bring in your true desires, align with that and say, I'm only going to bring in what I really desire. I'm only going to work on things and things that I really want. I'm no longer going to accept the things I don't want. It's like all these things that you just, you're, it's like you're putting value to yourself and you're stepping into your worth and you're stepping into your true essence and you're starting to align to your true self and you're clearing out that junk. Again, I'm going to say, because that's what you're really doing. You're clearing out your junk then time starts becoming less of a problem for you because you're working from a place of synchronicities. And at the same time, those synchronicities can come into play even more because what the Kashuk records make me understand, which I've talked about on the Patreon before I know, and I said briefly, very briefly on one of the podcast episodes, is when you are vibrating in a place of 4D, you're able to get more done in what seems to be a smaller chunk of time in, the, in this 3D realm. So I can get more done and I'll look at the clock and be like, oh, wait, I just got all this done. And, oh, it's only like, it's, it's not even lunchtime yet, for example. Like, right? Like, so it's an energy thing where you're, now you're working in an energy place of 4D energy. And so in, four, in 4D energy, it's like, I can get more, I can get more done. It's not that you're beating time because I'm trying to find like a way to explain it the way that they're showing it to me right now. Um, it's not that you're beating time. It's that you're placing yourself in 4D for that moment. I'm not going to say that you're pausing 3D time because you're not pausing it, but it's almost like you can, it's like you're taking yourself out a little bit of 3D and you're for a while you're functioning in 4D and that somehow comes to your advantage so that you work, the energies work quicker for you into your favor. I hope that, I hope that describes it. Cause it's so hard to like, it's, a, it's actually hard for me to comprehend it a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a lot. It's, it's hard for me to comprehend it and let alone try to put it into words. Cause I'm able to see it from the way they're showing it to me right now, but I'm finding it really hard to fully digest it and then fully put it into words. But I, what I see, okay, let me describe what I'm, exactly what I'm seeing. And maybe then you guys can decipher it for yourselves. What I'm seeing is myself in this energy bubble that I can tell is 4d and I see myself slowly. It's like what looks like me scrambling around the house, for example, cleaning. I see myself working slower and grabbing this. And then I'm picking this up from the floor and then I'm going over here and placing this in the fridge. And then I'm, it's like, I'm tidying up the house, but
but it looks like I'm moving really slow. But when they show me the parallels with the bubble of energy of 3D, it's almost like 3D is moving, is, is, is moving in a different pace. But I look like I'm going really slow in 4D, but if I were to grab that bubble and shove it in 3D, I did that in, in the same amount of time that I would have on, on Earth, but I'm just able to move slower when I'm vibrating 4D. That's what I see. Does that make sense? <laughs> I hope that makes sense. So it's like almost like I can take my time more in 4D energy. So that's part of it, that I'm vibrating from a 4D place. That's part of it. And the other part of it is the energies you're taking out out of yourself into the universe, the actions you're taking, you're, you're speaking to the universe as well, and everything that's coming out of you from actions to energy is saying, I'm only going to align with the things that are for my greater good and my alignment and my... Um, happiness and my, des my true desires, not the ones I think I want, but my true desires, right? All those things. Now those things can come into your life via those synchronicities. And that means you're going to start having more time. And that means you're going to have less stress. And that means you're going to have more peace. And that means you're going to have just more moments to kind of just be. Remember what the Kashuk Record said in the beginning of 2020? It was go in. Like we're so busy and life's got us so busy and we were, we were all doing the rat race and we were all like commuting and go to work and do this and get this done and come home and make dinner and go to sleep. And you know, it was like, it was a rat race and 2020 was for us to go in and be like, what is, what life was I living? And what do I really want? And what we should have started doing was observing that that didn't suit us, that that wasn't really bringing us happiness. We were just kind of surviving, right? Not striving. And so that should have led us to the decision to change that and to go into this, this alignment of striving instead of surviving and then bring in all those synchronicities and things that are going to help you manage your energy, manage your time, because now my energy isn't any more drained as much as it used to be for me, at least. And I think that that's, that's also part of it. It's like I'm waking up in the morning before the alarm clock goes off and I'm like, oh, I'm ready. Okay. And that's, I mean, if you speak to anyone that knows me since I was young, I've always had issues going to sleep and waking up, not going to sleep, sorry, waking up after going to sleep. I've always had issues and I've always woke up in a bad mood and I always woke up like, oh, I hate the morning and, and I'm waking up fine now. And, um, and it's because I'm not exhausted when I'm waking, when I was waking up exhausted, of course I'm in, I'm not in the greatest mood and I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> you know, you hear a lot of people say, don't talk to me till I have my coffee. Like that's, that's an energy that means you're obviously exhausted because if you woke up actually refreshed, then it wouldn't bother you that much to the point that you need the coffee to be spoken to, for example, right? So that's, that's an example I can think of for other people. I didn't have that, but it was just don't talk to me. For me, it was just don't talk to me for the first half of the morning. Don't talk to me. Um, obviously, I don't have that now because I have a child and I have to talk to the, ch <laughs> to talk to the child. Um, so it's, it's really interesting to see how it shifts everything else, which I didn't mean to shift. And I didn't realize it was a problem. I never considered the morning a problem. I thought, oh no, I was, I thought a little bit like, oh no, Aurora's playing it out with her dolls and she's hurrying them up. And that's not really good. Like she's learning that you got to hurry up in the morning. And I was like, oh, that's probably not good. But I never considered a problem for myself. Like I did think at one point I need to try to shift that and change that because that's not a good lesson for Aurora to learn or live that way. But I never, like, I never thought, oh, this bothered me so much. I need to change it. Oh, this is just so annoying. Like I need to do something about it. And oh, getting, getting to the school the last minute 
and having to even like shove my bike somewhere and like, come on, hurry, hurry up, like grab your, your lunchbox. And I mean, there were days where I was arriving and then I would make it to the door with Aurora and she's already late. I go, Oh, your lunchbox isn't still in my box, in my bike. And then I'd have to walk all the way by. So like things like this happen anymore. Like I'm, I'm so slow now in the morning. I have so much time with Aurora and so much peace that I actually remember it all now. I don't have to hurry up and I don't have to like worry about, Oh, I forgot your lunchbox here. And so I thought that was a really interesting thing to share with you guys, how when you do start breaking down your belief systems, how when you do start deciding that you're no longer going to live in that limitation and, and how when you decide that you're going to start really just bringing in your true desire, not what you think you want, your true desire, how that actually brings in secondary, I'm going to say it's a secondary form, but I have to say it's almost like the prize winning component of it, to be honest with you, because it's bringing you peace, more peace into your life. And I think peace is what we all ended up wanting anyways. No matter what you asked for, you wanted peace. Whatever you asked for, I'm pretty sure didn't come with stress and worry and and issues. What you were asking for, whatever it is you're asking for, whether it be relationships, money, uh, living standards, um, your job, like whatever it is, I'm pretty sure you're not asking for something that's going to bring more complications and more stress. I'm pretty sure all of us are asking for something that has to do with aligning ourselves to something we really want to spend our time doing that we really like doing. And it's, it's bringing us less stress, more alignment and complete peace, hopefully. So I invite everybody to try to, first of all, do the initial thing, which is really find out what you desire. And like my friend had said to me, like, no, no, that thing that you're telling me you want to do, it's because you're looking for what it's going to bring you. That's not what you really want to do. And I was just like, what, what, what? Like, it, you know, it took me a while to click what she was saying, but she was right, of course. And I know better than that, but like, like everybody, we all need reminders and we all need someone to go from outside because we all need external individuals to go, you know, I noticed this. How about you look at that? Like we all need that. Even the best channelers could get some really good information from other channelers because you're in the midst of your own life. You're in the middle of your own, like you're the center of your world. And sometimes when you're in the center of your own world, it's hard to see the errors that you're committing inside of that world that, that is yours. That's actually going against you instead of favor, in favor of you. So when the, my friend said that to me, I knew that. I just never realized that I was doing that. I needed someone to point it out and like point it out to me and say, listen, I see that you're doing this. You're, that's not what you really want, is it? So when I went, when I did my meditation, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to take her advice, which she had gotten from those episodes. I was like, okay, I'm going to go in. And I went to a place where I'm like, there's nothing stopping me from having this one thing I want. What is that one thing? What is it? Okay. This, this, this. Okay. And then I, that's how you find it. You, you have to really go in and don't let yourself decide that that's not possible because that's what we're doing. We're saying, no, well, no, I can't do this because the times I don't have enough time to do that. I want to do this course. I don't have time to learn that. Or you have no time restrictions. You have no life restrictions. You have no, no money restrictions. You have no restrictions whatsoever. What is it? What's that thing that you really want to do? And then behind that, what's that other thing you really want to do? Or maybe just start with one. I think it's easier, but probably just start with one and now focus on that one. Give it over to the universe. Say, all right, universe, this is my true alignment. This is what I really want. Give it over to the universe, but also don't sit on your butt. So you're giving it over to the universe because you cannot decide how that's going to play out in your life because the magical way the universe works, you don't know how they're going to make it work. 
You don't know how the, your spiritual team is going to make it work. So you hand it over to the universe, knowing that they're going to take care of you as long as you do your, your side, which is now start deprogramming. Now start breaking down the belief system. So after you did the desire thing, you then start finding those, figuring out, okay, what programs might be stopping me? And sometimes it's really hard because we don't know them. But just go to like the typical, like maybe belief systems, go to your family. Remember what things that your family might've said that you realize that you repeat to yourself and to your children, maybe like just start breaking down belief system by belief system one by one. And then you'll start realizing other possible belief systems you need to break down, but just start slowly, like be kind to yourself. And when you feel ready to take an next step, look to see what, what, what that next step feels more aligned for you. Like, Oh, actually the next step for me is I want to start uh, doing yoga. I feel like yoga is going to help me calm myself down. Okay. And then maybe that yoga, maybe you're not there forever, but maybe that yoga leads you to meditation. Maybe that meditation leads you to healing, like a healing practice that you want to get re- received. Maybe that healing practice leads you to hypnosis. Maybe the hypnosis leads you to then doing audio as a program at night that you listen to, like whatever. I'm just giving examples of things I know that I've kind of shifted through, right? There might be other things on your list that you, or tools that you use. So, um, look at those and sift through them and just go with the one that the time feels like it's going to help you the most. And that might come to its end of its cycle. You don't have to do that forever. You might feel like tomorrow, like, Oh, I've worked on this for a while. I feel like I'm done with this way of working on it in this area. Let me pop into the next one and then start watching how those little tiny things around you, those little tiny synchronicities come in of issues. You didn't even know you had like the, the one I, I did didn't really consider it an issue. So now you're going to start having more peace come in slowly. More synchronicities are going to start walking in. The right people will come into your life. The, the right conver- you'll hear the right conversations. You'll hear about a, this, the right sales. So you spend less money or whatever it is that's going to help you get, start getting there slowly. The universe will start working for you as long as you, you dedicate yourself to staying there. So you're speaking through those actions you're taking and your energy is shifting and changing. Don't be afraid of the crash landing. That might happen. Like it happened to me for two weeks. I don't think it's a rule of thumb. I don't think it has to be tweaks for everybody, but I thought it was nice for you guys to know how long it lasted me so that you guys can kind of be like, all right, well, I'm just going to mentally bear down and prepare because maybe for the next two weeks, three weeks, it might be a little difficult or one week to three weeks. Um, so that's why I decided to share the time lapse, but it's different for everybody, especially what depending on what the belief system is, depending on how well you broke down that energy and worked on it. So um, just know that that might happen. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're really lucky and it, was just, it wasn't so big, the issue or the belief system wasn't so big and it just is able to disintegrate and evaporate from your essence slowly instead of it having to come up the way it came from me. And that's also my way of doing things. Like I'm, a, I'm an individual, I'm like an extremist. Like everything I learned, I learned in an extreme way. And so that also reflects a lot of how I function. Like I don't do things very lightly. I like I dive in and I just submerge in. And so that might also be me. But when I tried to look into the issue, because I'm like, okay, this isn't just me. When I tried looking into the issue, I did find quite a few few people um, online complaining about it. Like, oh, you know, I'm trying to manifest and then all this stuff like just snowballed. And I'm like, all right, yes. That's how I was able to confirm that it was a thing Um, before I like visited that aha moment. I said, well, well, wait, let me see. So it might not happen to you, but it might. And love it because as soon as it shows up, what that means is you're doing a good job. 
you, you, you're moving something. So that's great. Let that, let that be confirmation for you instead of like fear or worry. Let that be confirmation for you. Like, Oh, okay, good. It's working. Something's moving. Let me just not concentrate on the negative that's happening. The crash landing that's happening right now. Let me just double down and not miss one beat of what the exercises I've been doing. That's, that's my advice. So get on it guys. Remember 3d is going to still keep happening. We have to continue to live in a world that's going to have 3d dense things going on, whether that be war, whether that be hunger, whether that be, you know, robberies or whatever, like, you know, sickness, we're still going to live in a world where, where that's happening because there's still souls choosing to learn through that. That's not going to go away. But remember, it's most probable that you've passed on to the class that is 4D. So you grade, you've passed the grade 3D and you're now passing into fourth grade, which is 4D. And now you can observe that. Remember the whole 3D, 4D episode. You can observe from the window and see, you know, the classroom, look through the window and see those, those classmates, old classmates going through those lessons. And you can be like, oh, they're dualities. Wow. Okay, this is what's going on with their duality now. Now let me go concentrate on my thing over here in 4D. So keep doing those exercises with 3D so you can keep yourself in 4D and then do all these desire and try to really just decide what you really want to do and work on those belief systems. I've been talking about deprogramming for so long since I discovered that it was like a thing, a problem. Like I didn't always know that it was something. It it came to my awareness probably in 2019. Before that, like I didn't realize how extensive programs were inside of us. It took me a while to figure that out. So I've been working on it since before, since before COVID a little bit. And then now once COVID hit, when they said to go in, that's when I doubled down on deprogramming. And now what I'm doing is taking my next step, which is fully trying to clear, clear it all out completely. Um, and it's a process. Some programs take longer than others and, um, be kind to yourself. Don't, don't, don't force too much. Cause I find like when people try to do too much at once, it's like you give up quicker, but when you're really like respecting that you're going to do this slowly. And I feel like you're able to do that longer. And almost if you stay stick with it long enough, you convert it into a habit. And then that habit converts into a new program, but this one's a positive one that you want to run because we're going to keep running on programs. You just want to get rid of the bad programs that run us and, and you want us to run on good programs. So you want to create a habit that turns into that new program. I hope that my uh, stories enlightened you in some sort of a way. And I hope that they helped you understand whatever struggle you might be going through. And I, But I hope that it motivates you to like keep going. And if you once tried aligning with your true desires and manifesting with what you really wanted and you found yourself you know, in that scenario of crash landing and gave up, well, go again, because what that meant was you were actually doing good work. So if that was it, that was you, then go back again and do it because it was working. You just didn't stick with it and it couldn't show you the fruits of the labor, right? All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.